settle down in your armchair. Blandy's back for the Whistleblowers podcast with Brendan Bowers. It's 100% the sport you love. Ladies and gentlemen, before we get underway with today's podcast, we have a special announcement, do we not, Brendan? We do indeed. Okay, it is uh, Triple M's Hunted. Now, basically a $1,500 prize, thanks to Fraser Coast Tourism and Events. Kingfisher Bay Resort, three nights. Uh, we're talking half-day whale-watching cruise aboard Quick Hat Tour and beauty spots, four-wheel drive to a, a Fraser Island. It's a great prize. We're giving out clues as to where I might be hiding. And the clue we've got just, just for this podcast, Brendan, no one else is going to hear it. Exclusive. Exclusive is, uh, hold on a sec, where's it going? Oh, there it is. Uh, hold on. Do I, uh, I need a, uh, a bit of a uh, fanfare? Thank you. Keep it down a little loud. This is a little hush-hush. All right, here we go. Simon was my name, and fishing was my game. So Simon was my name, and fishing was my game. That's all you're getting. Now we'll continue with the podcast as if nothing ever happened. It's not, not that simple, is it? Shh. Let's continue with the podcast now as if nothing ever happened. You ready? Ready. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. And welcome to another Whistleblowers podcast. It is our weekly podcast on all things sport. So I hope you love sport. If not, I think you're in the wrong place. Uh, we chat about what's been happening with Aussie sports people and teams overseas while catching up with our national and local sports. And each week we feature a local sports person or administrator as we dig a little deeper into what they've been up to and what's happening in sport locally. And we'll also preview what's happening in sports in the week ahead. Brendan Bowers, hello. Good afternoon, Mr. Bland. How are you? Very well, thank you, sir. Uh, we'll get to uh, your little soiree in Sydney <laughs> and the matches you saw. We'll talk about the uh, debacle I saw as well. But first off, we'll go overseas. And uh, uh, Australia, in our women's uh, team, has has retained the women's ashes after that thrilling win over uh, England in the second one-day international. Yes, despite an unbeaten century from home bat, bats person, Nat Skyver Brunt, Australia retained the Ashes with a thrilling 3-1 win in the second one-day international. Uh, they were set 283 to win, and they finished agonisingly short at 279. Gee, it was close. Gee, it was close. Absolutely. But uh, how good is it? How good is it to beat the Poms always, but just goes to show how close really, uh, not only in the men's perhaps, but in the women's, uh, you know, the two teams are as well. Yeah, sure does. There's still one game to go. And even if we lose and it's it, the points are tied, because we currently held the Ashes, the Ashes will stay with us. Okay. And uh, I wonder why they can't play test matches to decide the Ashes. I mean, we're deciding Ashes on one day game. Uh, yeah, it's a silly format. They play one test and then they play one days and some 2020. It's just, I don't get it. No. Anyway, maybe that will change. I mean, baby steps, as they say, but we're... Uh, proven that, you know, it can work in the women's format just as well as the men's over the uh, over the test. And that's for sure, that's for certain. Yeah, absolutely, when, especially when you've got two good teams uh, fighting it out. Uh, in football, now, the Women's World Cup, how excited are we? We've been given, what, an 8% chance of taking out the World Cup. Yeah, 8%. Can you believe that? We knocked off France in a friendly only last week, mm. and we've got an 8% chance. Oh, well. Better to come, you know. It's better perhaps just lurk there and and snap when they're least expecting yeah, it. Yeah, as I predicted to you a week or two ago, I think we're going to be in the final, whether we win it or not. I mm. don't know, but only one team's ever won a final at home, and that's the USA, who did it in '99 in front of more than ninety thousand at the Rose Bowl and the biggest game of women's sport ever at that time until the Australian cricket team beat them in the mm -hmm. World Cup. Yep, 
and they've since lifted the cup on two other occasions. But uh, I think we're going to go very, very close. Are you heading off to see any of the games? Not as yet, but right. I'm still looking for the opportunity to get out there and okay. go watch one. But yeah, I think Thursday week I'm off to uh, Suncorp. Up so. off to Sun- who, are they, who are they playing? Uh, I think it's an African team, is it? Um, I, yeah. I don't know. You're well, the one son, going. Well, I'm the one going. My son <laughs> bought me the ticket and said, we're going to see the uh, Women's World Cup. And I went, yep, I'm there. And the whole family's going. And I'm still not sure who we're playing, which is pretty slack, isn't it? But we'll but talk about it next week. How impressive will it be to see the world's greatest female player, Sam Kerr, in action? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no pressure on Sam, of course. But we do have a few other, uh, you know, decent players in the side as well that can hopefully uh, help Sam out. Let's hope so. Okay. Closer to home, mate. Uh, rugby, the return of Eddie Jones to the Wallabies. Uh, well, what do you say? Uh, two games in, it's not looking too good. What's gone on? I don't know. Look, they had the game in their taking, and then they let in a late try. Mm. I don't know. No. He's still Eddie's still positive. They're going to be right for the um, All Blacks and for the Blood is like Cup. I love his optimism. Well, you've got to have it. He's not going to come out, is he, at this point in time. Uh, maybe, you know, reality sets in if things don't change. But we are talking about Eddie Jones. I mean, the guy knows the game. He's, he's a fantastic coach. It just sounds like we don't have the, the cattle. Yeah, but uh, former Australian coach Michael Checker was the opposing coach and he managed to get the Pumas mm. over the line. Uh, I don't know, mate. I really don't. But uh, we can only hope because uh, it is, it's not good for rugby, is it, to have a, a languishing Australian side? No, there there are children, well, there are children that are adults that have not seen Australia lift the Bledisloe Cup. Isn't that terrible? Isn't that for a, for a while there, it was like every year or every second year we were yeah. holding it. Oh, well, the wheel does turn, but I want to hurry up and start moving, I think. Uh, AFL uh, last weekend. Well, what can we tell you? What can we tell you? I went down to Carrara and watched uh, uh, the Gold Coast just decimate the Saints. They didn't turn up, unfortunately. So uh, I, I honestly think, you know, uh, St Kilda, uh, while they hang inside the eight, I don't think it's going to last long unless things turn around quickly. Do you think the Suns, with the, the stand-in coach, um, yeah. pulled one out? Or do well, you it think always Saints does happen. I don't think the Suns have been all that far off. They've had some pretty big scalps this year. They've been close on a couple of occasions. Yeah, they've had a couple of shockers. Jew got the sack. But really, they've got a very good side on paper. They've, uh, you know, they've had a number of top draft picks. But they do lose a lot of the quality players when they're, you know, as soon as they're able to get out, they do as well. But, um, yeah, it's, it's hard to say. I don't know. It's just disappointing for a St Kilda supporter. But I guess if you're a Carlton supporter, they're coming right at the right time of the year with that big win over Port, Port Adelaide. Many thinking the only threat to Collingwood this year. Yeah, look, they were in the doldrums for a while, Carlton, oh, but uh, they've well, certainly... Oh, they were gone. They wrote them <laughs> off. They buried them. They're back. They're back. They're back. They're back. Uh, Melbourne, too, with that one-point win over the Brisbane Lions in the final seconds of that game, just shows you should never, ever give up. That's for sure. Look, and you know, oh, look, how thrilling is it to have yeah. these games finish like that? Yeah, and the uh, Sydney Bulldogs game, once again, a two-pointer in favour of uh, Sydney. Collingwood doing what they needed to do over... Uh, yeah. Fremantle and and same with Richmond and West Coast, I guess. Uh, look, the GWS Giants are another team, maybe flying under the radar there with that win over Adelaide. Uh, holds them in pretty good stead, perhaps for another crack at uh, finals, who knows? And uh, Hawthorne, uh, well, North Melbourne. I mean, the Saints have got North this week, so we'll, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Uh, Come on, cheer uh, up. It's okay. not that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> I do have a question for go you on. before we go on. Go on. 
What do you think about the rumours of the Hardwick going to the Suns as coach? Yeah, well, I think it's probably there. It's probably all been worked out and talked about. The AFL and the Gold Coast Suns. So <laughs> I would imagine this has been discussed at some point. And what about Dustin going with him? Oh, I think that's probably on the cards as well. Could you imagine Dusty on the Gold Coast? Yeah, yeah, well... I know you're saying he's a bad boy. I'm not sure he's as bad as perhaps the media's made him out to be. And he's, at least for the last couple of years, he's been pretty quiet, mate, to be honest. He has. Yeah. So I think both are, are distinct possibilities. Brendan, you asked the question. Uh, Geelong, too, coming right at the uh, uh, perfect time of the year as well with a huge win over the Bombers who were threatening the eight. Yeah, so, I don't again, know. can't pick him. Can't pick him. Essendon and the Bulldogs should be a beauty this week. Uh, Carlton should dispose of West Coast. Port Adelaide, Collingwood, the match of the round there. It will be. It'll be a cracking game. So I would imagine if Port are serious about perhaps threatening Collingwood, they'll want to have a win on the weekend. GWS and the Gold Coast, another good game. I don't know, St Kilda North, whatever. Uh, Richmond and Hawthorne, you'd expect uh, the Tigers there. Yep. Brisbane, Geelong, another interesting game. Oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't like to pick that one. No, I'm hoping the Lions can get up. Fremantle and Sydney should be another close one. And Melbourne, Adelaide. Hmm, interesting. Uh, so there are some interesting games to come. Now, you have been down to the NRL over the weekend. Yes, I spent two lovely days in the mighty Hunter. Mm. Well, one day in the Hunter, watching my Newcastle Knights obliterate uh, the West Tigers. Was it obliteration at 34-18 or they come back at the end, did they? Oh, we the could Tigers. not kick goals and we let in two late tries. Yeah, the game okay. was over at 20 minutes. Yeah. And it, as a Newcastle fan, it was very relaxing to go there and have a few beverages and know the game was pretty much in hand. Nice as a supporter to know that, mate. Yes, yeah, so I wonder what doesn't happen like. that <laughs> doesn't happen that often. No, they were expected to beat the Knights. Uh, sorry, the Tigers, and they did what they had to do. But there's been so many surprises this year. You know, nothing really no. uh, can surprise, I guess. Uh, the Broncos and the Bulldogs, a yep. big win there for the Bronx, but t- still 24 points on the board for the Bulldogs. I know, they were back at Belmore for the first time in a long time, uh, the Bulldogs, and, and they stuck it to the Broncos, mm. but uh, the Broncos class in the end shone through. Yeah, I was going to say there's been so many games this year, high-scoring games, whether it's the uh, just the offence has lifted or the defence has Dropped a bit. I'm not sure. But this next game, the Cowboys, Seagulls, a little tighter at 19-8. It was. And what a hit. Some of the new North. Did you see the hit? The North I, Queensland I didn't hit? see the hit. No. <laughs> Put this poor Manly player into next week. Yeah. It was yeah. a great tackle. Right. But it, it was legitimate, I hear. Totally, totally yeah. legitimate. Yeah. And I must admit, I went to the SCG for, to watch some rugby league, a bit mm-hmm. of history there, and sitting and looking at the ladies and members stand. And it was the most boring game of football I've watched in a long time. This is the uh, Roosters Storm Roosters game. Roosters Storm. It was terrible. Why? What was terrible about it? Oh, look, again, uh, the Storm had it in control from early on, and mm. they just, you know, ground the Roosters into the yeah. into the. Turf. Which is what they do. Yeah, it's true. I, I guess if you're a Storm supporter, you would have You would have loved it. You were hoping that the Roosters would win, though. I just wanted a closer and more exciting game. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I and could... the Warriors, they are the talk of the league. Yeah, well, good on them, too. It's good to see them. And they're up against the Sharkies. I think they are in third, were they, the Sharks? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, no, no pushovers. That was a big win for the Warriors. They the, needed it, too. The Warriors actually leapfrogged the Sharks now on the table. They're, they're going well, and they're the smoky the finals. I'd like to see him have a, have another crack at the finals. So I mean, they did it tough during COVID. You know, the team, all the staff, they were out here. They were a long way from home. And they gave it a red hot crack, and yeah. it's maybe their turn to at least have a finals appearance. Oh, let's hope so. And Penrith were too strong for the Dolphins. 
And poor old Gold Coast, oh. another point loss. This time, the shoe was on the other foot. They got penalised. Mm. And uh, this week, uh, Par- Parramatta did not get penalised. No. And uh, according to reports, the, the Titans should have had that uh, penalty and perhaps that would have changed the uh, the course of the result. But, you know, would have, could have, should have, didn't. No. What do you do? You, you Just keep on. playing on. <laughs> You lick your wound and you keep moving. I do feel a bit sorry for the Titans, though. They've been so close a number of times. Uh, this week, of course, on uh, we've got a Thursday night game coming up. The Dragons and West Tigers at 16th versus 17th. Battle of the Spoon. Yes. Uh, you should be able to get a ticket for that one, I would imagine. Uh, the Warriors and Raiders, we're talking 5th and 4th? Yeah, and that will be a great game. Over in New Zealand, it will be fantastic and uh I look forward to seeing how Canberra go because I think the Warriors are going to roll them. Yeah. Uh, is this their third game at home in a row? Yep. It's not a bad day, is it? Hey, three games in a row. Well, Penrith, towards the end of the season, I think they play five of the last six at home. Is that right? Work that out. Oh, something's going on there. Uh, now, the Rabbits, they need a win, but will they do it against the Broncos? I'm not sure. I think they will. I tip the Bunnies to win. Do you really? On what basis? I think uh, they've had their lull and they're, they've been building towards the end of the season. And I mm-hmm. think with Cody Walker as the experience in the state of origin and a few others players back, I think they'll be too strong for the Okay, Broncos. fair enough. The Titans and Roosters, it's 12th up against 14th. Who knows? Flip a coin. Yeah, yep, flip a coin. Uh, what about your Knights, mate? They, they, this is the test, the the uh, acid test, if you like. They're up against the Storm. Win that game, maybe we'll, you know. Things can start to get serious. Our, our final chances are slim. We basically have to win four of our last five. Uh, if we don't do it this week, kiss the season over. But again, I'm I'm an optimist. After mm-hmm. seeing them last week, they'll win. Okay. <laughs> it was never going to be any other way for you, was it? <laughs> now, the Cowboys and Eels, it's ninth taking on seventh. This will be a cracking game too on Saturday. It will be, but Par- Parramatta have lost a lot of players through injuries and suspension. So, again, North Queensland should start as favourites, but never discount a kneel. We've already, no, we've already ticked uh, the Panthers to beat the Bulldogs on the weekend. Uh, I mean, if that doesn't happen, yeah. we'll be asking questions. And uh, the Sharks Eagles, this, this is an important game, obviously, for both teams. That, uh, you know, goes without saying, I suppose, but especially for the Sharks, they need to cement that top eight place. And again, Manly are just outside of the uh, top eight as well, so they need a win to um, keep their chances alive. Yeah, we've got eight games this week, I believe, and uh, just the one bye going to the Dolphins having a bit of a rest. Yes, they're almost all done, the buys, and then we can look at the table proper. Okay, let's move a little closer to home. Well, let's move to home, shall we? Not a little closer. Um, the talk over the weekend, the AFL Bay Power women's team have uh, halted the Wave Eagles quest for an undefeated season. What a great effort. Yeah, what a fantastic effort. No, they scored a convincing 4-4-28 to 2 win on Saturday. Uh, they set their win up early in the first half with a 21-2 points blitz in the first half. The Waves fought back in the third quarter, but the Bay Power girls were just too strong. Fantastic. Great effort. And the Bombers also scored a win, defeating the Brothers Bulldogs 27 to zip. Uh, it was an outstanding performance, was it not, to keep the opponents scoreless? It was, and good luck to our both our Harvey Bay teams, and uh, they're looking good as the finals edge closer. Now, with four rounds remaining, I guess the battle for finals 
position is well and truly alive with what the waves out in front on 40 points. Yes, and then there's two other spots that the three teams are fighting for. So Power are on 20 and the Bombers are on 16 with Bulldogs only a win behind in 12. That was a great win by the girls on the weekend. Well done. Uh, in the men's comp, the Bombers uh, dominated Brothers to win uh, 15-5, 95-2, 7-19, a one-sided effort there. Brandon. It was, and they uh, just keep on keeping on. Yeah, they do. While the waves too strong for the Bay Power, unfortunately, 13-8, 86 to 6, 10, 46. Uh, what about this weekend? Go. This week, the Bombers host the Waves at home, while Bay Power are also at home hosting Brothers Bulldogs in both the men's and women's. Okay, Rugby League, a tough week for the penultimate round of the regular season uh, for the Fraser Coast teams in the Bundaberg Rugby League. Yeah, look, Wallaroos went down to West 34-26 to and the poor old battling Harvey Bay Seagulls. Oh, don't say it. Don't say the score. They lost by cricket score mm. against the Waves Tigers. We'll I, leave it at that. And I, in the final I, match, Pass Brothers were too strong for East 28-24. Okay, then we have spoken about the plight of the uh, the Seagulls. And look, I guess this year's done and dusted, but we can look forward to next year. No, they've both, they've, uh, there's one round remaining in mm. the regular season, and this week the Harvey Bay Seagulls host the East Magpies to finish their season, and Wallaroos also host Waves Tigers, and okay. Brothers in West meet in Bundaberg. In uh, football, mate, Wide Bay men's results? Well, Ooh. cracking results. It was a bit of a catch-up round. Yeah. So uh, it was a 5-1 win to UPE over Sunbury. 2-0. The Jets had a win over Corinthians. And across the waves were too strong for Dooneville at 5-1. 5-1, yeah, some, uh, some heavy scores across the weekend, wasn't there? What about the women? Uh, the Fraser Flames Speaking keep on heavy scores. on. 7-0. Yeah. 7-0 against Dooneville, 3-2 ATW over Bingara, and it was a one-all draw between Tanana and UPE. Okay, what about this weekend? Well, this weekend we've got plenty of football to talk about. We do indeed, my boy, which leads us to our uh, special guest this week, does it not? It does, Mr. Alec Wilson, who will be coaching the Wide Bay All-Stars. And we have him on the line, Alec Wilson. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Glad to have you with us, Alec. Thanks for joining us. Uh, No problem. Always a pleasure. Now you have a big weekend ahead of you. What's happening? Yeah, we've got got the Brisbane Roar in in town in Harvey Bay, Uh, so... We've got the the White Star, uh, White Bay All Stars team, and, and a match against the Roar on Sunday afternoon, which were players and coaching staff all looking forward to. Now, who is the coaching staff? So this year, uh, I'm leading leading the team as head coach, and we've got Gareth Thompson, who's our White Bay uh, club development officer. Um, he will be appointed in, in end of March, start of April. He's my assistant. And then we've got Chris Phillips, one of our other FQ staffers, is our team manager who's currently filling up the water bottles for training. So he's doing a good job. <laughs> Speaking of training, um, I guess, you know, one of the setbacks is you mightn't get a lot of opportunity uh, to train together. Have you had that this time around? Yeah, probably not. As uh, We've got the same number of contacts as last year, but they're, they're very compact. It's been a, a very hectic schedule. We've uh, both Gareth and myself have spent uh, a couple of weeks down recently in, in Sunshine Coast in Brisbane at uh, talent development and ID events and then last week I was back on the sunny coast delivering a, a B diploma so we trained last Wednesday we're uh, up in Bundaberg tonight um, and then we've got training here Thursday back to Bundaberg Saturday and then uh, yeah, the big game on Sunday. Well, wow, wow. you sure you're not going to be tired with all that driving? <laughs> No, I'll get Gareth to drive so I can have a sleep on the way. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. Look, it's always tough coming up against an A-League team. Uh, what are the goals or your KPIs that you are setting for the team? Realistic goals, I guess. 
Yeah, I think for for me, it's 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 not about the score. It's about uh, getting the players in a, in a chance to go out and enjoy themselves and and being able to compete and and seeing where they stack up against you know fully fully professional players. But we've got we've got a way we want to play, and, and obviously you go into any any football game wanting to score goals and prevent goals. Um, but you've got to view it as 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 a game and as a bit of a showpiece for our local players and. For me, it's really about giving some of our younger players involved in club football and wide bay, you know, the opportunity to test themselves and see where they measure up. So that's that's very much the the way that that we look at it. And uh, yeah, the, the game will will tell us what the game tells us at the end of the day with the scoreline. But it's uh, yeah, it's about it's about enjoying the experience and, and testing ourselves against a fully professional playing unit. So just touching on that, how are the players feeling about it? Are they nervous? Are they excited? I think as as players, that there there's a, there's an excitement, there's a buzz. It's um, you know, it's, it's some of them that they see on TV week in week out, and, and probably have looked up to, you know, during the during the younger years. Some of them. So um, I remember playing against A League team back when I was playing, and I think they look at it the same. It's it's an opportunity to to measure yourself and and see see what it takes to be that prof- at that professional level. Is there any young juniors coming through that you believe uh, may be able to reach that level? Uh, we've definitely got some some talented players. We've got a couple of younger players within the training squad that are that are still at still at of a school age, and there's um, there's a couple of those players and have been invited in and, and trained with the Raw on on Thursday and, and Friday this week. Um, you know, there's a lot that goes into a, a player's journey, and, and it's 17, 18, 19. It's, there's still a long way to go for some players, but there's definitely a couple of players that we're excited about in the group, and um, a couple of those have been offered opportunities to go and, go and train with the Raw. Now let's move on to your full-time job as technical manager. You've been in the role for over a year now. Um, how have you found it, and uh, what's the talent level like compared to other parts of the state? Yeah, we're we're growing, I think, is the easiest way to, to look at it. You know, We've come back from, from recent events against other regional areas, um, and against some of the southwest Queensland club and and the, the the players who we've currently got in our in our junior program, uh, you know they're on par with some of the players at, at the of the Brisbane club. So that's that's the side of of the program that you know we're we're making a real good impact in. And then in, in our youth space, I think we've taken some massive steps forwards over the last the last twelve months, both here in Wide Bay and up in, in Central Coast. Uh, but there's still a, there's still a bit of work to do within that program. Okay, Alec, uh, we wish you all the best for Sunday's game, and I hope the guys uh, have fun. Hope you have fun, and everybody has fun. But uh, perhaps uh, you know can rise to the occasion as well. Maybe surprise a few people. Uh, gets underway at one pm. So uh, all the best to you. Yeah, hopefully we can nick one early and then we'll sit back behind the ball and, and see what happens. <laughs> all right, Alec. Park the bus, mate. Park the bus. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, yeah. Alec. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Okay. All right. Alec Wilson there, coach of the Wide Bay All-Stars. They're taking on the uh, Brisbane Roar at the Fraser Coast Sports Precinct 1pm on Sunday. And we sincerely do wish them all the best. Absolutely. It's a great opportunity to go and check out our players. Along with the Brisbane Roar, it's free entry. So get out there and check out some soccer. Indeed. Now, uh, that just about wraps it up for us, Brendan. We'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. Alec Wilson, of course, uh, for joining us. And we'll chat again Uh, with another special guest about all things sport next week. And uh, a shout-out each week to an athlete or club that does excellent work for the community that often goes unrecognised. Brendan, uh, what do you got? Well, it's not an athlete or a club this week.
It is to all the grounds people, all the court cleaners, mm-hmm. that get out and make sure our fields and courts are up to standard so that all our players can get out and play their sports. So well done. Well, we'd soon notice if they weren't doing what they uh, do, wouldn't we? They would. You need yep. lines on courts and Indeed. fields and you need them mowed and they need to be playable. Don't forget to keep updated with all your local sporting news. fcsportsmedia.com.au. Brandon. It's our sport and our community. Now that you're up to date, don't forget to add us to your favourites to keep it that way. The Whistleblowers Podcast.